So here we go then. Welcome back to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Fan Social, the show where the KOI Army share their all thoughts on all things town. And well, what a week it's been. Back-to-back wins, loads of goals scored. It's been a fantastic week to be a town fan. Hope everyone else has had a great week. Um, Portland Road's been bouncing. I'm joined by three fine gentlemen as we discuss all things town. I'm joined by Jobster, Segs and Welshmark as we dive Dissect everything that's been happening, pretty much. Um, of course, recapping the back-to-back wins against Portsmouth and Cambridge. Talk about their favourite ever town goal, sort of echoing Kyle Edwards' shot, cross, whatever you think it was. Um, of course, a town debate, who will be town's top goal scorer? Of course, the ultimate free beer spirit taps at Portland Road. What would theirs be? And of course, Morecambe this weekend. And of course, the strike. And that's the most important part of fan social. Who's going to be crowned the strike king this week? Enough of me. Let's get right into the men that are joining me. Just to first up, always a pleasure. It's been a while. But how are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on again, Ross. Evening, Mark. Evening, Sex. Yeah. Where do we start? <laughs> it's, it's, been a, yeah, it's been a great 48 hours since we've come back from Portman Road. Yeah, still buzzing. Um, yeah. I, I just want to say, it doesn't feel like the feel-good factor's back. You know, we're looking forward to our matches at the weekend and, you know, Morecambe can't come soon enough. Indeed. Long trip, but um, it's going to be it's gonna be one of those where, you know, when we go to that long trips, that something is brewing, something special is happening. And Segs, I know you're making that long trip, but before all that, you're on the fan social. How are you? It's good to have you back, my friend. Take away. I'm all good. You? Yourself? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Segs. I don't get it often. People are just like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, move on. But I'm very well. Thank you, Seg. Thank you very much. Don't worry, Jobster. I know you thought that as well, but it's fine. But Seg, it's great to have you back on. How, how are you feeling about the, the current feeling of the club at the moment? Just excited, happy. Just looking forward to the weekend, like Mark said. Just look, to every, look forward to every game. It hasn't happened for a while. I, I did enjoy last season. I mean, I know it was a bit up and down, but, for, you know, especially after COVID, it was good going back to games and stuff. So, but this season is something else. We haven't had a season like this in ages, I think. And long may it continue. Indeed, and I've just realised all of you got headsets. You got um, a little mic coming out of your your thing. Um, I'm just all alone here with headphones. I've got a mic right here, but I should have I should have got the memo. I didn't get the memo, guys. If you're watching on video, everyone's got a headset, um, which is which is pretty cool. I like it. Um, and the final man that is joining us is good old Welsh Mark. We've got two marks, but this man is in Wales, and he's always a pleasure, my friend. How are you? I'm very well. Nice to be here. Nice to see you again, Ross. I hope you're well. Um, and, and I've got over the crushing disappointment if you're driving test. Um, it'll, it'll come back and you will, you'll you be fine next time. Don't worry. Yeah, no, we're all good. Um, the weather in Wales is crappy. It's gone a bit cold. It's gone a bit dark. But, you know, we're all right. And um, very happy that um, if you're in fine form, it's a delight. My son, Joseph, who's just turned 11 now, and it's the first time in his life that he's um, had a consistent run of Ipswich Town victories to cheer on. He's delighted. He's, uh, you know, from the age of six, he's been, you know, suffering years of dirge and misery. But uh, this, he, these are the golden ages now. So, yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's good. Looking hopeful. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm sure there's so many, you know, young town fans. Even me and Segs are our, our age. We haven't seen much success. We had that brief period on the Mick and we had the 2004-05 and 304 under Joe Raw. But since then, it's been... Yeah, we've, well, we've been in league, league One football for four years, so um, I'm sure there's a lot of young town fans who have had nothing. They've had relegation and rubbish League One football. But um, thankfully, everything is on me up. Uh, as I said, back-to-back back wins, boys. Okay, sorry, just following on from that, I just noticed the number of shirts in town last Sunday after we oh. beat Portsmouth. 
mean, it's yeah. something else. It's so good to see now. I mean, we haven't had that for ages, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, noticed it in the summer as well. There's a number of shirts that were. Out but then. It's brilliant. And Joey's turning up for football training now with the other boys. And he's really proud. He's got his Ipswich Town training top on and he is well happy with that Ipswich Town top. And, you know, yeah, we won again on the weekend. Yeah, we're top of the league. We're second in the league. It's 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 brilliant. You know, it's. Well, I mean, I was I was eight when we won the FA Cup. Seven? Yeah, I was seven when we won the FA Cup. And that was great. You know, so hopefully Joe will be able to experience a little bit of glory, you know? Yes. Mm. Yeah. And of, of course, the kit does look nice that's what makes it, it even great. more people what the reason yeah. why people want it but you're just proud to wear it because we've got a good you know team again and we've got our football club back the, the cliche but um it's definitely been a great week um back-to-back wins jubster um the standard one word review what is the word on the portsmouth win the cambridge win loads of goals fifty-five thousand fans at port road the last two games this is just it's just crazy to think that in league one football but when you know, Ipswich Town fans get told, pack out that Portman Road. We deliver, don't we? But um, yeah, what's your one word to to recap the two results? Wow. <laughs> the, the first word that, you know, that enters in and, and you know, you don't even have to talk about the two, two back-to-back wins. We can talk about how the season's going. And my word's momentum. We are building up a nice head of steam at the moment. You know, I drove back from Plymouth. Yeah, we'd lost. But, you know, you, we, I was proud, I was pretty proud about how the team had played. And, you know, we, we were unlucky, you know, but football, you know, you build your own luck. You, you win some, you lose some, you know, we've, we've been in this game long enough to, to know that. Um, but, yeah, I, I said to my son, so I'm driving back, you know, we should beat Portsmouth. We should be able to beat Cambridge, you know, and we'll then forget about the result at Plymouth. And, yeah, sure enough, called it six points out of a possible six on offer. Um yeah, you know, we're we're a quarter of the way through the season now. Um, we've got a four-point gap on third place. I mean, we can continue. You, know, you, you just called it out with the fans coming to Portman Road. That the, the belief is there as well now, isn't it? You know, uh, you know, we we can talk about the the the, the previous rain and and everything like that, and how you know, ten, eleven thousand on a Tuesday night, twenty-six thousand. You know, that's just absolutely brilliant, you know, for, for what even wasn't part of the pack out Portman Road. You know, it was the rearranged uh, fixture that, that was uh, that was rescheduled. So, I mean, you know, I'm also saying, you know, do we fear anybody at this level? And, you know, that's I'm going into each game thinking, you know, we're going to win this. You know, I, don't, I really don't fear any team in the league. Yeah, we will go toe to toe. Absolutely. As we did against Barnsley, as we did against Sheffield Wednesday. But, yeah, the momentum is 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 with us and and we can you know let's let's bask in it let's you know let's enjoy it and um, and look forward to each game as it comes along good word good word to start off then job start over to you then says what's your word and expands as you will dominant Ooh. and i know we let in two against portsmouth but let's be honest there are penalties if yeah. if they if we didn't concede two penalties i don't think they'd have scored on saturday and the same with cambridge all we needed to do was break down cambridge on tuesday um, and we did in the end last season, we, we, we as we did do, we'd have lost that, I think, or, or, or gone away with a point. But like the way that this team is at the moment, we always knew we were going to break down. It was just, we just have to be patient and eventually we'll get there. And we did. Um, it took a deflection, but goal's a goal. It doesn't matter, does it? And then as soon as that happened, that they, they crumbled and then Edwards with his cross shot, whatever you want to call it, you know, was a, you know, and then after that, that was just that um, game one. Um, but in terms of both games, you know, possession-wise, I think we 
dominated both fights. I think it was seventy-one percent at halftime on on Tuesday, um, and again on on Saturday as well. Just it was over sixty percent in the end. Um, we just at the moment we just looked dominant. And Mark mentioned it as well. You know, coming home from Plymouth, it just it was just one of those things. And same with Sheffield Wednesday. To be fair, just just one of those things. It, it didn't matter at the end of the day because you know you could have took a point or two coming out of the, the, uh, those two games away from home. It's, it's a home where we've got to really pick up and sort of make Portman Road a fortress. And these past two games we have, and we've really dominated the games. And, you know, we, Mark was saying again just now, do do we fear anyone? Not really, not now. Who, who have we got in the next two or three months that we should fear? No one. I can't see us picking up a point or two, but I can't see us losing anywhere now until Pompey away, to be honest, unless after Christmas. Touchwood. Yeah, that, you can you yeah. can quote me on it. If we when we lose, I don't mind. But at the moment, I'm I'm happily saying I can't see where where we lose until after Christmas. At the moment, our team is just that good. Yeah, that was um, a question I got asked on the mailbag: is when we will we lose again? Because yeah, you look at the fixtures; it is pretty much Pompey um, away. You know, there is Peterborough. You know, we've got to get revenge on them. You know, when they were back at Portland Road, you know. We lost four one or four nil, whatever it was. It wasn't a good night a few years back. Um, but you but look at our team week. now compared to that yeah. team, <laughs> and you, it's so much, yeah. so, so so different, but so much better and so much promise compared to what it was yeah. back then. Um, I I can't. I'm not scared of Peter at all. To be honest, oh, maybe Clark like Harris, him. but yeah. he can score. get get a goal, but we'll outscore them. You know, we've yeah. done it. We did it. We did it Saturday. We should have done it against Barnsley. The ref was wasn't uh, playing ball, but you know. That, We've we've dropped a couple of points when that's down to the fish lane, really. The only one the only one this season so far where you can kind of say fair enough is Plymouth. Yeah. In my opinion. Definitely. I think they yeah, they're just a better team on the day. But um um hopefully we'll get revenge on Plymouth when we play them again. Um well Welsh Welsh Mark, we've had some great words so far. Over to you. Can you top dominant? Can you top um top momentum? What 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 are you going for? Well, they're nice. They're nice words, aren't they? I'm happy with those. Well, I was going to go for professional, but I'm not going to do professional. I'm going to go for durable, which is able to withstand pressure, tough, resistant. And I picked durable because, you know, when we go back last season, the season before, I think after the Plymouth defeat, I would have feared that we might well have crumbled against Portsmouth, particularly with the two penalties. And I might even have been, you know, nervous when we played Cambridge and they parked the bus, which effectively they did park the bus. I think I would have been. Uh, you know, quite agitated in the second half. But I've got to be brutally honest, at no point during that game did I ever feel anything but relaxed and we are going to break them down and score a goal. And when we score a goal, we're going to score a hatful. And I haven't felt like that for a long time. I just get the impression with this this team and this manager that we are able to withstand pressure, that we keep chalking off these things, you know, like beating promotion sides, beating top six sides, you know, winning difficult games away. And I feel I, I feel that we've got, the personnel that we can adapt and change, you know, and we've got a plan, a different formation, different setup, a different approach for different games. You know, I, I kind of feel that we can withstand pressure. We can take whatever is thrown at us. And I think that we're going to come out and, you know, and improve our worth and win games. I agree about Plymouth. I, I watched that game and they are the best side, in my opinion, in the league this year. And they're certainly the best side that we've played. And I think the result was was reasonable. Okay. I don't think we did enough to win in the second half. But but Plymouth aside, and I think we'll beat them at Portman Road. I I agree with Jubster. There's there's no, not an awful lot to fear in this league. I really am not hugely concerned. But I think that we are durable. We're tough. We're resistant. We've got plenty of options. And having you know the the quality of the substitutes that we've got that we can bring on for the last twenty minutes 
is is you know is a real real weapon in our armory that not many clubs have. So yeah, I, I'm going to go for durable. I think we're we're tough, we're resistant, you know, and we're able to take a bit of pressure and overcome it. And we've got options to win games, um, which is why I'm quietly confident that um, that we're going to go up in, in the top two. Oh, I like it. I, I've said it as well. I've said top two. I'm sorry. Let's just do it, boys. It's got to be the year, I, isn't it? It's got to be the year. I've, I've said it all along. I'd love, I'd love to take Joe to Wembley for a big Wembley day, but I'd be a hell of a lot happier if we went up as champions and took that momentum up into the championship because I think that this side is capable of doing that. And I don't want to finish sixth and, you know, and, and, and go up in the playoffs. It'd be an amazing day. You know, the, the, the playoff final in 2000 was one of the greatest days of my life. Never tell the wife that, but it probably was. <laughs> You know, it, it was it was amazing. I'd love to go through it again, but I've got to be brutally honest. I'd rather we went up as champions. And why not? Yeah, we've got a piece of trophy, haven't we? We've got a piece of trophy final. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's fine. We've got that. Yeah, that's our, that's our trip to Wembley and all that. Um, okay, then, boys. That's a nice little round off of the back to back wins. Um, let's talk about Cole Edwards' goal and talk about your favourite ever town goal. And I said, you know, in the green room. Um, which is very cosy, the green room, that boys. Nice, nice cosy green room we've got here at KOA Fan Social. Um, but yeah, talking about your favourite goal ever in terms of you know the memory of it, a funny story about it, just a story in general. Um, Jubster, over to you. What is your favourite ever town goal? Oh, where do you start? <laughs> you know, we, we've all got very our favourites. I mean, a lot of goals. Uh, yeah. a lot of goals. <laughs> There's a lot of goals. <laughs> there's a lot of games. There's a lot of years. You know, which, which decade do you choose? Which uh, do you choose your favourite player? Do you use your favourite moment? I mean, you know, uh, Mark's just mentioned the playoff final and, you know, instantly Rooster Premiership. You know, those immortal words. What a goal that was. You know, celebrated that one. Um, you could talk about the the playoff semi-final as well. Marcus Stewart there at Bolton. You know, his first one at turn and swipe. You know, that one. But I think the one that stands out for me, I was there at the game. Um you know, it, it, I was behind in the north stand, behind the goal when it when it rattled in, and you, 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 it was one of those that as soon as you knew it left the player's boot, that was going to be you know hitting the back of the net, and that I went with um, Aaron Cresswell, his um, thunder thunder strike, shall we say, <laughs> watching my language there um, against Crystal Palace. I mean. You know, that, that that was a really good night under the lights. And, you know, as soon as that left and you just saw the way that it sailed through the air and just hit the back of the net, keeper, no chance whatsoever. Um, yeah, I wanted to pick a goal for a game that I was at. And, um, yeah, that one still to this day sort of um, sticks out in my mind as, as one of my favourite goals that I've seen Ipswich score over the years. Yeah, that was, a, that was a hell of a goal. Of course, Frank Newball decided to become, I don't know, prime... I'm trying to think of a player, but it was just he scored two goals that night, didn't he? And he was just unbelievable. And then yeah, didn't do anything else since. But that was an absolute belter for Aaron Cresswell. He scored a few decent goals, didn't he? Uh, a lot yeah. of people are comparing him to Leif Davis at the moment. Um, and of course, you know, I think he will get to that extent in terms of being, you know, as good as Cresswell um was for us. And of course, Cresswell still playing Premier League football West Ham. Um, still we still got robbed by West Ham, by the way, with a fee. Three plus million or something for it. And he's gone on to win cats for England and played. 300 times yeah. in the Premier League. Just ridiculous. But yeah, good goal, Jobster. Segs, over to you, my friends. I've got a feeling I, I know which goal it could be from you, but I won't say it yet. I want, I want you to say it. Yeah, there's a, there's a few, to be fair. I mean, there's Selena last year against Crew, Selena yeah. against Wickham as well last year, that 4-1 drubbing at, at their place. Um, there's always one that I always remember. I can never remember who it's against, but it's when Davis had a goal kick and he kind of scuffed it and it goes right through 
right through and hit or coochie and he puts it in the back of the net. That's I can't remember who it was against. It always bugs me. But, um, I could, that's one that lives in my mind. Um, but yeah, it's no hunt at Cheltenham for me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's just awesome day. Um, I wasn't even going to go like until a night or two before that. So um, yeah, that, that that one's my favorite goal so far. Uh, it's always you know the limbs at the moment. And I, God, I missed out on Chaplos really later on in the season at Watford. To be fair, because um, that was also just as good. But um, no hunts just because I was there. And it was a good goal as well. It wasn't like a, like a scrappy late winner, was it? It was and he doesn't, a even, goal. doesn't yeah. even have a number on his shirt. <laughs> yeah, lead and wordy. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's just a just yeah, just an awesome moment. That's one I'll always remember. Um you know, probably get replaced at some point, possibly this season, especially if you score at Wembley, maybe in the playoff Ooh. final. But um <laughs> but yeah. Uh, well, Watch doesn't want that. But yeah, I'm sure yeah, I'm sure this season we're gonna get just like the Edwards goals on Tuesday, I'm sure there's going to be more memorable oh, moments, a, memorable goals. Yeah, we had a few already. Jackson, Jackson at yeah. um, um, Chef Wednesday, sorry. Yeah, uh, Tyrus John Jewels at Shrewsbury. Uh, had a few at home as well. So you know they're all. We had a few good goals this season so far. Long may they continue. Yes, my friend. Yes, my friend. Okay, Welsh Mark. We've had um, two mm-hmm. very good goals and other goals mentioned. Over to you, my friend. Right, was a, a lot of goals. This was one I wasn't at this game. I was 14 at the time. My favourite player of all time, and he still is my favourite player, my favourite ever at Stan player, was Eric Gates. I absolutely loved Eric Gates. He was my idol. I loved his, you know, his scruffiness, the fact he wore his socks down around his ankles. And I used to emulate that when I played football. I always wanted to be Eric Gates, you know, sticking his arse into people being a pain in the backside. But he had a thunder of a right foot. Um, when I was 14, you know, I supported it was time because my father did, um, you know, and, and you know, never, never any doubts. But all of my friends supported Liverpool because everybody supported Liverpool in the 80s. So in 1984, if I got this right, Eric Gates scored an absolute blinder at Anfield in a 2-2 draw. Um, Paul Mariner, I think he flicked the ball with the outside of his right foot. Mitch Devray, just outside the 18-hour box with his shoulder facing the goal. He... Um, Volleyed the ball down. It bounced once. Eric Gates volley top corner. Absolute stunning goal. Two all draw. I think Bobby Ferguson was a the manager then. Eighty four. Joe Fagan was a Liverpool manager. My favourite goal of all time because I just went into school the next day and told all my Liverpool fans, you know, friends, did you see that goal? Did you see that goal? Bruce Grobler and goal. Eric Gates. Come on, come on, Eric. Anyway, he was my favourite player. I, I've met Eric Gates twice, and I met him with my mum. Believe it or not, the day. When I used to go and watch Ipswich Town with my dad, the morning after the games, he always used to take me to the training ground to get all the players' autographs for the programme. And it was the day after Alan Brazil scored five against Southampton and Kevin Keegan scored a couple for the Saints. We went to that game and I met Eric Gates the next day and my mum got into a long conversation with him for about 20 minutes and he insisted on telling my mum how he set up every one of Alan Brazil's bleeding goals. Okay, And if it wasn't for him, Alan Brazil would have scored nothing. In, all in good humour. It was great. But I just thought, what a lovely, lovely bloke. Spent 20 minutes talking to a, you know, a strange small lady from Wales. And I'm pretty sure I met him again on the, the day of the Wembley playoff final in 2000. I have a vague recollection of him being in a pub in Wembley and, and, and popping in and having a chat with him uh, on that day. But I'm not sure whether that was the beer or, or not. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure I booked his Eric Gates again there. But he, he always has been. He still is my favourite Ipswich Town player of all time. And that was one of many great goals he scored. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's Eric Gates 1984. I like it. I like it. It doesn't get mentioned enough, really, Eric Gates. I know he's like a legend of that, that team, but he doesn't... There, he get, there should be a very small statue of him somewhere. Yeah. He's only, like, only about that big anyway. Very small statue <laughs> outside Portman Road. 
very few. But I think it's because you know John Walks and the Kevin Beatties and the Paul Mariners they 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 yeah. they'll talk about more. But Eric Gates was definitely sort of maybe played for England. Yeah, he did indeed. I mean, he scored a lot yeah. of goals, played a lot of games for the football club. But um, I like that a nice mixture of goals from there, um, yeah. which is good to see. Um, okay, then, boys, it's time for the strike. Very early in the fan social this week, but it's good. Um, sorry to say, Mark, I haven't got a Eric Gates question for you, so I can't test your knowledge on him. But um, we have four questions plus a tiebreaker if needed. Um, so let's get right into it then, boys. Let me just get my options up. Just double check I haven't put the answers in the question because I have done that before. Nope, all good to go. Question one, and I'm pretty proud of this question. Um, now, there's two points up for grabs for this one. Um, you can get a point for each correct answer, basically. Um, now, which two current town defenders share the same birthday this month? So there's two players, defenders, who have the same birthday. So if you say one of them, you get a point. If you say the other one, you get two points. Um, if you say none of them, you get no points. Um, or if you get the second one wrong, then you just get the point from the, the first one. So, um, of course, there's... This also links. There's also is also like fullback. I'm, I'm including fullbacks in this if you want, um, wingbacks, whatever. But um, defenders, I'll let you all write it down. Okay, what's got Welsh Mark gone for? Davis, Wolferden. Okay, six. Okay, Keo and Edmondson. Edmondson. Jumps up. Some. I can't. I can't see. Uh, sorry, mate. Now, yeah, Leaf Davis and Wolfie, same as Welsh Mark. Oh, correct answer is Cameron Burgess. So no one got him, and Luke Wolferden. So there we go. So it's a point each for Welsh Mark and Jubster. But do not roast eggs. Plenty more questions to come. And question two probably isn't great advantage for you, really, because it's a player from the eighties. So maybe Jubster and Welsh Mark to get another point. Uh, Mark Brennan. He was a midfielder um, in the 80s for town. How many goals did he score in 213 games? He he celebrates his birthday this month. Uh, he was a midfielder, to give you a little bit of a, a clue, um, Segs. Because, um, yeah, he was very much before both our times. Um, how many goals do you reckon? 213 games. Welsh Mark is gone. 37. Jobster, what do you reckon? 46. 46. I've just gone 14. <laughs> 14. <laughs> Um, let me just get the correct. So the correct answer is 25. So I think Sex has got the point because, oh wait, yes, by one, by one point because Welsh Mark went closest. 37. You are the closest, yep. Sex. There we go. Hello. We're in business. Take that. Take that all day long. Yeah. So when one, any, way, any means one, possible. One. There if I remember go. rightly, he had a bit of a cracky left foot, Mark Brennan, didn't he? Yeah, a good left what? foot. Yeah. What I got told, yeah, what I've been told, he, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he came for the youth system. Play came for the youth system, Mark Brennan. Yeah. There we go. Um, okay, next question is on Neil Gregory. Once again, sex, not great opportunity for you, but not for me either. Um, but fun fact about him, he scored a first half hat trick for town in a league game in 1997. But who was it against? Got options. Was it Bradford City, Sheffield United, or Huddersfield Town? It was a 3 1 win at Portman Road, Neil Gregory. Of course, had a brother David who also played for town. Um, very rare occasion when we had brothers playing at the same time. Um, Welsh Mark's gone Sheffield United. Seg's gone Sheffield United. I was on Huddersfield. 
Ooh. Correct answer is Sheffield United. I knew that. That's so 2 2. I remember one. that game. I remember that game. I don't remember that game, but I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think. I think it's probably a stat, or I'm sure the clips of those goals have been out there at some point. Um, but just, don't worry, uh, Jeff. Was it was the was it away? No, Portman Road. Portman Road. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Three-one yep. win at Portman Road. Yep. So yeah, we were three 0 up, and then he played goal, goal didn't he, at one point. He played goal. At one yeah, he did. Yes, he yeah, did. did. Yes. Good. Yeah, he did. Yeah, indeed. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, uh, Matty Holland also did the did the in the sticks briefly, didn't he, for Richard Wright when he had to get stitches. Um, but yeah, it's always fun do, when you see it. Do you know what? I yeah. remember that Neil Gregory hat trick. I can remember, remember one of the goals. I'm sure he ran almost from the halfway line. He slotted the ball in with his left foot. He, had a, he, he was a very good little finisher. He wasn't quick at all. And I'm not quite sure how he managed to get through the Sheffield United defence, but he was a good finisher. He was a lovely composed left foot finish. I remember that goal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. First half hat trick as well. You don't see that often, do you? Um, but yeah, Neil Gregory did it in 1997. There we go. Uh, Hearn, final question. did it. Oh yeah, my bad. Oh god, oh god. A very, very famous one. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Alex. Sorry, Alex. That was a very good hat trick. Of course, he got substituted after that because um, he was absolutely knackered. Um, but yeah, that's a very, that's probably a more famous one. Um, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. I should, I, I should. Yeah, I was, I was only two when that happened. So, and I was only one when this happened. So, there we go. Um, final question though, Jobster. An opportunity for you to get this to a tiebreaker, but the boys may take the lead. And the final question is on Greg Lee. Now, he's not going to be playing against Morecambe, his former side. But the big question is, we want to know what his middle name is. Don't we, boys? And listeners out there, what is his middle name? Is it Alex, Darren or Samuel? Oh, sex is right down, right in it. He's, he's done, it. He's done sure. his research on middle names. Sure. Oh, sometimes what you can do is like Greg Lee. What do you reckon? Okay, Mark's Mark's gone straight in. Samuel is gone. I've gone Samuel. I've gone Samuel. Samuel. Oh, you're all wrong. It's Alex. Ah! It's Alex. Um, so we are going to need a tiebreaker um, to actually see a crown. Job start. Technically, you're out of it, but you can still play. It is 2-2-1, but it is between Welshmark and Segs. And as I said at the beginning, or in the green room, I said to Segs, we've got a question that he will like. Because I think it's on a player he likes very much so. And it's on Luciano Chiavelli. How many games did he play for town? You gotta to get it bang on. Right, Mark, you Jobster, you got you gotta get it bang on to actually nick it. Um, but then Segs and Mark, whoever's closest, um, takes it. So Welsh Mark is gone thirteen, is that thirteen? Oh. Yep. Thirteen. I've gone twelve. Twelve. And I went eleven. Thirteen is his number. Yes, the correct answer is. Let me just get it up quickly because it's down here. Seventeen games, seventeen games. Um, so Welsh Mark, yeah, is the winner. Only by default. Just. <laughs> by default. <laughs> <laughs> um, a good effort, ladies and gentlemen. Good effort, um, Welsh Mark. As you're the winner, we need a speech from you, my friend. Take it away. I'd like to say thank you to my friends, my family, my agent, uh, my wife, my dog, my two children, the man next door, um, uh, Hay Valley Brewery, uh, good people at Guinness, Penderin. Yes, yeah, I think that's enough. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. I like it, my friend. I like it. Good effort, though, boys. Very enjoyable strike. My dad's going to be stick for that now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. I was trying to think of another, like, 
creative question on Chevelli, but there's not many. Maybe the, the team rem- he played against, or I remember he, from. him coming over with a good reputation, didn't he? He was a, he was a, it was a left winger, effectively left-sided midfielder, yeah. left winger, yeah. and he, he, he was supposed to have lots of lots of potential, but it, it was a bad injury, wasn't it, that cut him yeah. short? A really bad injury. Was it a career end? Did, did he go on and play anywhere else? Or he still went and played? He went, yeah, yeah. I think did he went he? back to he went back to um, Argentina or something. Yes, he did then, South America, right? He, yeah. he featured under Keane for a little while, didn't he? In dual, but then he, yeah, yeah, injuries. Yeah, now he's a gardener, isn't he? Yeah, and I think also, I think he's his his brother as well works. You know, I won't get into it, but I know he's he's doing different many different jobs. But he did a great um, Andy Warren did a great feature with him for the King's. Who was Andy, the uh, Who was the French winger that we signed? Ulrich Le Pen was he? Yes. Another one, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. He came over and he got injured almost straight away. He don't think he. I'm not even sure he played ten games, did he? If he that three, I think. I mean, like three <sighs> games or something like that. Something mental like that. Yep. Yeah, it, yeah, like big fees, that. both of them. We like. I yeah. think Chevelli was about a million or something like that, and I think Le Pen was at least a million or something around that that fee. Um, but sadly, it does happen. You know, injuries just struck at the wrong time, and boom, basically. Um, but yeah, there's there's a there's a whole podcast of talking about former town injured. players who yeah. just yeah just got injured at the wrong time or blah blah. blah. But but yeah, always good to bring the strike when we bring out you know throwback players. Always good. Um, yeah. Okay, then it's time for a town debate. Um, this time around, it's going to be about who will be town's top goal scorer this year. Now, all the players at the moment are sharing the load of the goals. Um, Marcus Harness, Connor Chaplin, uh, Carl Edwards now got his first two goals for the club. Will he expand on that? I'm sure he can. The Dapo, four goals for him. Of course, two in the Pizza Trophy, but two in the league. Where's Burns, two. Sam Morsey's got two. Lee Evans got two. Tyrese John Jules. Uh, Kane Jackson's got two. Um, but at the end of the season, Jubster. Who will be Town's top goal scorer? And if you want, put a number to it. It'd be nice to see what you guys are thinking. Take it away. Yeah, yeah. As long as you don't hold us to it, that'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, our goals are coming from the midfield this season. You know, we we, we we we've been spoiled with strikers previously over the years. Um, you know, about up, right up until the last last game of last season, Macaulay Bomb was was leading the charts. Um, with, with but Wes obviously took that away from him right on the last game of the season. Um, but then this year, you know, we're you know as most town found fans like to debate on various platforms. You know about a you know a, an out and out striker. I think you know we're we're seeing the best out of Freddie Ladapo, and 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 by that I mean he doesn't just have to be able to put the ball in the back of the net. His hold up play, linking in, bringing in harness, bringing in Chaplin. You know we're seeing that, and and of course that's reflective in the goals. As you said, Chaplin's got six. Har- uh, harness has got six. A bit two of those, um, in you know in uh, cup competitions. So um, yeah, who do you? call us top scorer i mean you know uh, chaplin's my favorite player he has been since he joined uh, joined the club um you know i rib my son on, on most mac jays because he's his favorite players are edwards so you can imagine how happy he was on uh, on tuesday night when edwards you know finally uh, got off the uh, gone the scoring sheet uh, not once but twice but um but no, i still think Chaplin will probably finish the season at the moment you know he he knows where the goal is he's got an eye for goal um it's what six at the moment and like I said earlier we're a quarter of the way through the season you know what's that that 24 by the end of the season I don't think it will probably be as many as 24 but um high teens 18 19 I think it would be a, a very good haul for him and and the, the rest of the midfield uh chipping in I've, I think 
One thing I would like to see, I and mean, we haven't seen it over the last couple of seasons, it's be nice to get the defenders starting to chip in as well. You know, we don't have, we, Wolfie, Edmondson, um, Danassian, Leaf, they haven't hit the back of the net yet so far this season. I know I know Burgess has. Um, so, yeah, it would be nice to see if maybe a few of our defenders just, just chipping in, just, you know, releasing that sort of burden on the midfield. But, you know, <laughs> we look like we're going to score with us when we go forward most times. And uh, and it's nice that, the you know, that the love is being spread uh, around the team. But, no, Chaplin, Chaplin for me will be finishing top, 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 top scorer. I like to hear it. And um, Seg, you know, pre-season, we all probably looked at our you know, pre-season predictions and probably put Ladapo be top goal scorer because he's the striker he scored in this division. Um, he hasn't hit the heights just yet, but he's been doing really well the last few games. Um, who are you putting the mantle as top goal scorer this year? And I'm not going to hold this to you guys. It's just a nice little discussion and debate just at the moment. Chapman. I'm going Chapman. Yeah? Definitely, yeah. With the positions he gets into, you know, but the crosses that Burns and Danashian puts into the box for him. Um, and also on the other side, Leaf, Morsey, you know, it's, it, I think it'll be Chaplin. Um, Ladapo does the necessary stuff to bring Chaplin and Harness forward. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's, it'll be Chaplin. Um, Ladapo will still get 10, I think, or more. Um, but, you know, he, he does other stuff as well, which means that our, our central attacking midfielders, as you, if you'd want to call them that, they're the ones who, who are going to get the most goals, I think, the way from the way he plays and the way that we play. Um, Hanna should be top scorer at the moment. I know I mentioned that earlier, but, you know, he should have yeah. seven, shouldn't he? But, um, but yeah, I, and I've been saying this all season as well. It, we kept saying we want we want Bond, you know, should we bring Bond back in that? But for me, I, even though he's only scored two, I think Morsey will get the number of goals that Bond got last year. I've been saying it all season. I still think he will, uh, which is 12, wasn't it? Was it 12? Yeah. yeah, I still think Bond, uh, Morsey will get 10 to 12 this season. Um, nearly had one the other night again. Um so yeah, that's 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 more my sort of prediction for the season in terms of goal scorers. How many more he'll get, and I'm I'm still saying I reckon he'll get ten to twelve this year. I like it. Of course, Chaplin also takes free kicks as well, doesn't he? If he's in a good position, he'll take it, and he'll I'm sure he'll score from it as well. So yeah, I'm also edging towards kind of Chaplin because he's gonna he's always in every position. He's just he's just there, yeah. and he's just alert, and yeah, um, he's gonna he, score more. He more starts more than what Harness does. I mean, yes. Harness Harness had a couple of games where Tara Tara's done. Tyrese John Jules has started instead of him, so yeah. you know and if that's if that's the way we're going to play. Then Chapman's obviously going to have have a few more minutes than what Harness will do, as as things are suggested so far. So yeah, I think Chapman's going to take it for me. Okay, then. Well, Mark, are you doing yeah. a full house, my friend? I, I'd hate to disagree, but for the for the reasons that the gentleman has stated, I got to go for Chaplin. I went through it, you know, earlier, and I had to think about it. And with the way we play and and the Dapo's role in the team, and I don't think the Dapo's role is to score goals. You know. That's a, that's an added bonus. You know, his job is to upset the, the, the defenders, to press high, to hold the ball up, so that the two players behind can get into those good positions to score goals. I also think Chaplin is durable. He takes free kicks. He takes penalties. I think doesn't he? Is he, is he our penalty taker? Last, last one to score a penalty for us. Last one to score a penalty. So I think that's a bonus. I don't think he's going to miss many games because I think that McKenna rates him highly. So I think that you know Harness is going to press him close. But I, I think Chaplin will, over the season, play more games in Harness. I, I, you know, I'm more likely to see Harness drop out than Chaplin, to be honest. 
So for those reasons, I think he's going to finish, you know, as our leading scorer with around 17 to 18 goals, I would predict. But I also would predict that there are going to be three, four, possibly five players on double figures by the end of the season. And that hasn't happened for a town side for a long time. I think Harness will be in double figures comfortably. I think the Dapper will be in double figures comfortably. And I think at some stage he's going to go on a bit of a run, you know, and he's going to hit the back of the net when it when it all clicks, you know. You know, I think once he gets a few under his belt, it's going to fly. I think Burns isn't going to be a million miles away from double figures. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. He's he seems to be coming back to his, you know, his his form of last season. He looks a bit sharper. I thought he was a bit lead and footed in the first few games, if I'm brutally honest. But he, I thought he looked good the other night. Um, Morsey, as Seg said, had a good chance the other night. He seems to be getting in those positions. I can see him scoring more goals and being double figures or close to double figures. So you know, it's yeah, but. But if it comes down to one name, it's got to be Chaplin. I think he is the best finisher at the club, if I'm honest, from what I've seen so far. He does seem to have a, a fairly clinical eye for goal. You know, when you add on the free kicks, the penalties and the fact I think he's going to play most of the games. And I also think he's you know, a fairly tough little character. I think he can take a knock and he doesn't like to miss a game because he took a knock. Was it against, was it Barnsley? Did he, they took a knock and we were worried about him and there were yeah. talks about him going around on crutches, walking his dogs or something daft like that. And then up he rocked the next game. It's a flea. That was the yeah. AFL Cup, wasn't it? Yeah. He got injured before the game and then we were worried about him for Accrington and then he came on and scored yep. two. So. Yeah. I think he passed the fitness test for that one. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I've got to say, yeah, I, I'd love to have a different opinion, but it's, it's going to be it's going to be Chaplin for me. Yeah, 17 or 18 goals, I would predict. It's, the thing is, everyone's going to share the load of goals because, yeah, even players we maybe yeah. haven't mentioned, like, you know, Lee Evans, even Kane Jackson, John Jules. John Jules has got 2 0, and hopefully Carl Edwards will now kick on and, you know, maybe start more games. And, you know, even if he still has to come off the bench, I'm sure he'll add some more goals to his tally as well. And as Jubs just said, just want our defenders to score from set pieces or just, you know, Wolford and do an absolute massive run and, and scoring from the halfway line or something like that. That'd be great to see. Um, but yeah, we Chris, need to see Christian Walton with a goal. Why not? Yeah, oh, I thought oh, that went don't, in. Don't. Yeah, uh, don't that's, that's never going to happen again, is it? It's never going to happen. <laughs> never going to happen. It was written in the stars that moment, but uh, it didn't happen, unfortunately. But there we go. And um, and of course, John Oydenashian has never scored for Richard's Town. Like, he scored one goal in his whole career. But hopefully, this is the season he does that because um, I think that will be a great moment for everyone. Everyone will just love that moment if he scores. Hopefully, it's I an think... important goal. Hopefully, it's not like a, you know, a you know, consolation goal or like a it won't be a consolation goal. I think every goal we score would be important because we're we're riding high and all that sort of stuff, guys. Okay then. Enough of that. Let's talk about beers and spirits and all that sort of stuff. Hopefully this will be more of a debate because I'm sure you're gonna have a mixture of different drinks that is going to be on your ultimate lineup at Portman Road. Um every week it's been very different. Different ones have been mentioned. Um some people have gone selfish and gone, yep, these are my three favourites, but also people have been, you know, happy to Share the love and um, please the massive. Jubster, what are you going to do, my friend? Your free ultimate beer slash spirit taps. Oh, this this can really get you the, the debate going, can't it? You know, huh? <clears throat> yeah, gone a little bit selfish, but at the same time, you know, we're Suffolk. So, uh, you know, I'm sure other people will, will uh, enjoy some of these selections. But, you know, first, first and foremost, um, my favourite ale is from Adnams. You know, everyone knows which one this one's going to be, and that'd be a nice pint of ghost ship. Um, I'd be amazing if we could uh, if we could enjoy one or two of those in the uh, in the concourse before a uh, before a game. Um, but you know, we're big partners with Green King, so uh, hopefully Adams will uh, get a sniff one day. But yeah, ghost ship for me straight away is you know my favourite go-to ale, so, and uh, I definitely have that one on tap. 
um lagers you know i will cater for for other people but um you know i um Madrid, Madri, Madri, I think it's how it's pronounced. I like that one. Um, I had a, a week in Tenerife um, earlier in the year, um, and they did a nice, uh, nice uh, Duradra as well, which was which was really nice. But you kind of need an iced glass for that one, and uh, I don't think there'll be, uh, you know, we had to get them served in time on the concourse. So, but uh, but equally, that's a that's a nice uh, nice lager that I'd have on tap. And then, yeah, like you say, we, we'll, we'll cater for the masses and um, I, I'll include a spirit. Now, um, Liam from Crew will definitely like what I'm about to say. You know, obviously, I, I love my whiskey. Uh, you know, I, I, Scotland's got a got a place in my heart. I, I try and go up there every year. Um, I did the North Coast 500 last year. I'd recommend that to anybody that doesn't mind driving and, uh, and going around. Um, but yeah, single malts are, 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 are my favourite go-to tipple. Um, there's a little harbour town on the west coast called Oban. I've been to the distillery a couple of times, and um, yeah, Oban 14 is a really nice, um, really nice whiskey that I would recommend to anybody, you know, to to, to try out. And because um, I like it so much, I'd love to indulge it and share it with with all my sort of fellow town fans as well. So yeah, a, a nice Oban 14 for everybody there. Very nice selection, my friend. Very nice indeed. A little bit of selfishness there, a little bit of pleasing the massives and just something to, yeah, keep you keep you nice and warm in the winter. I like that. I like that. Um, Segs, over to you there, my friend. Three taps. What are yours going to be? I've gone selfish. I don't, oh. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Um, so firstly, dark rum, um, probably Kraken. I don't really know exactly which one I want, but I love a dark rum. Dark rum and Coke or dark rum on its own. Um, so yeah, that'd be, that'd be one of them. Um, second choice would be there's a really nice Belgian beer in Tesco that they sell called Heavily. Um, I love it. It's just so nice. Um, it'd be, obviously, it'd be better in Belgium, but you know, um, it's it's really really nice. And um, so obviously, I'd, that's the second one I'd go for. And then the third one would be uh, Adams Cobbold, keeping it Suffolk. Um, really like a glass of Adams Cobbold. It's a shame that uh, Mr. Greyhound's taken it off the taps in the Greyhound. So if he's listening, you know, bring it back into the Greyhound. It's a it's a really good beer. Um, so yeah, or if you had to go cider, I'd go Wild Wave. But yeah, th those would be my three choices. Um, can't be a can't be an Adams drink anyway. It's got, you know, you gotta keep gotta keep it Suffolk. Yes. Do you know what? I I want to also add on to this question now. Like, which one are you drinking pre-match? Which one are you drinking at half time? Which one are you drinking at full time? Of course, if we've we've lost, you you'll switch it up and at half time, whatever. So out of those three segs, what what are you drinking pre-match, half time, full time? Oh, oh, do you want to I mix? Guess. I don't know. If, if Mr. Greyhound brings it back, it'd be Cobbold in the Greyhound, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. heavily in the, you know, uh, during the match, and then rum afterwards. Nice, nice. Jobs over to you then. Uh, you're free. What are you doing? Oh, very, very similar to Segs there. I'd join him in the in the Greyhound for a pint of Ghost Ship, definitely before the game. Have my uh, Madri in the uh, in the concourse to, at half time, and then yeah. Uh, many an evening i've come back and uh raced the single malt and went yep yeah, cheers thanks for that result today lads <laughs> and had and drunk my uh drunk my whiskey i like it i like it talking about well, talking about talking i've got we went to the pub before shrewsbury um for the shrewsbury game and they give you plastic madry cups and sort of stink mine out so i've got that just to nice. just to remind me of that shrewsbury game back in our August. <laughs> that fan zone, eh? Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a fan zone, it was, it was the pub. Um, the pub oh, people parked. I think you parked there, didn't you, Russ? Or you were, yeah, yeah. you were there anyway. Yeah. 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 
mentioned Shrewsbury, I suddenly remember that fan zone and the uh, the Ibiza tunes that were going before the game. (laughs) Am I I a festival or am I a football match? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's some some places we have to go into League One. It's just sometimes you turn up and go. This is just yeah. Like I'm trying to. um, What's on offer at Morecambe? Do you remember Segs from last year's? I know there is like a. I think there is a designated away pub, but I don't know what the offering is actually on the ground. There's a a Marston's pub, isn't it? Just as you go into the entrance of the. Yeah. I don't know if that's a home and away or just home. I'm not sure. I can't remember what they served in the ground. I know it's. I know you have to order your drink for a little window and then you can go yeah. out and like, it's basically like a zoo there's <laughs> you're not this cage or this fence and then people more fans walk around you and you're just in this same with yeah. emma last year to be fair well, and this yeah. year, actually you, you kind of go in and then there's just like yeah. a fence around it's just like a plymouth's not so bad because there's, there's there's um vans and huts there but yeah but for more especially what i remember last year you go in you can go out, go out of the ground a little bit, but there's, there's these fences, so you have got the Morecambe fans walking past you, and you're just like you're caged up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or um, you were you're at Forest Green, weren't you? And Forest Green. Oh, yeah, that queue as well. That was that was bad. Were you there, Jobster, as well? Yeah, I was uh, at yeah. Forest Green. Yeah, uh, it's the oddest ground to arrive at. You know, following my sat coming off the M5. Yeah, I was just yeah, yeah, bizarre. I, I, I was looking at my sat nav and I kept thinking there can't be a football ground here. There can't be a football ground. Oh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's like, where are the floodlights? Where are the floodlights? I can't see yeah. them, but it's saying yeah. football parking, you know, in this yeah, field. It's it a farmer's field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And then you park in this field and go over the brow there. Oh, there it is. <laughs> of course, even last year, before we turned up this year, they didn't have that, that set up. They didn't even have, I think they had like maybe no. a little, little thing. But yeah, when you get over a thousand fans, it's just yeah, it's too much. Just, yeah, it's too much. It's too they can't much. cope. They can't cope. They um, want to move, don't they? They say they want their yeah, solar they panels and their wind turbine ground somewhere. I don't know where yeah. they're moving to. But that's the plan, isn't it? Yeah. Plan, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, you never know. We may not ever go there again, so we don't have to worry about that. Um, <laughs> but Welsh Mark, then, my friend. Over to you. You've heard Segs. You heard Jobsters. Free okay. choices. What? Right, I've, I've, I've gone personal choices, but I've linked my three choices to players. Okay, so I'm going to go pre, pre-match, you know, when, when I'm a bit thirsty, I'm going to go for my favourite beer, which is a, a beer called Betty Bach, which is Welsh for Little Friend. Uh, and it's made by a Y Valley Brewery, which is just sort of uh, the other side of Wales. It's Hereford. It's not far away, but it's got a Welsh name, Betty Bach. It's a lovely, it's a lovely bitter. It's it's a little bit more than a, an IPA, but it's not as robust as a full bitter like Broadside, but it's a lovely drinkable, you know, sort of medium range bitter. So Butty Back, I, I kind of think that's kind of, I link that to, to Connor Chaplin because I'm convinced that Connor Chaplin is Welsh um, because he's built like a scrum half. So, you know, I've, I've adopted him anyway. So you know, he, as far as I can say, he's Welsh and he's little. So Butty Back, that would be my pre-drink, pre-match drink. Um, half time, it's got to be a Guinness tap because I love Guinness. You know, it's strong, it's dark, everybody loves it. A bit like Janoy Dinassian. So, you know, that's my Janoy Dinassian link there for Guinness at half time. And, um, you know, Guinness is, is, is essentially it's, um, it's food in a pint glass, isn't it? So, you know, miss out the pie of a Guinness at half time, which is lovely. And then after the game, and for those, you know, colder winter days when the, because it, it does get blooming cold at Portman Road when the wind is blowing in the winter, um, I'd go for, um, for a, well, one of these. I'd have a, a Pendarin tap, you know, for when it gets a bit chilly. Um, and the Pendarin, and I've got the Pendarin Gold there, which is the one made in Madeira casts, which I particularly like. It's kind of um, sort of smooth, sophisticated, silky. So it's a bit like Lee Evans, really, and it's Welsh. So, um, yeah, 
those would be my three. I'd start off with a butty back, I'd have a Guinness at half time, and I'd finish with a Pendarian on the way home. Everyone's a like winner, that. lovely jubbly. Yeah, creative with the with the players connected as well. I like that. Yeah. I like that. One day we'll have to do a a full uh, beer slash spirit, and you know which player is is what, and maybe even food as well. That's, that's a whole different feature yeah. in the future because there's I'm sure there's different foods and different combinations of what players what. But yeah, that is great to hear. Okay, then well, boys. Sorry, sex. I got to say, I got married in Bermuda, um, and Bermuda's got a very famous rum called Gosling's Rum. If you've ever tried it. Um, and I've got a bottle of Goslin's rum in the in the kitchen, which is seventy percent proof. It's a special edition. It's it's it's. Next time I see you, I'll bring you a top down because you only need a very small amount. It's it's lethal. I'll be trying it. I might have to bring it home there because I'll probably be driving. But <laughs> <laughs> definitely, boys, definitely. I like that. I like that. Um, okay, then Morecambe this weekend, bottom of the league, Morecambe. Town going up there to get revenge from last year. Of course, we weren't able to beat Morecambe last year. Two draws, one at Porton Road, and of course, one at Morecambe. Um, Jobster, how you feeling prediction-wise as well? Well, we said it earlier in the pod, don't we? We, we don't fear anybody at the moment. And, um, and I think the other thing I think I called out on game day before now is we're bettering results against you know that we did last year and so what we drew 1-1 with Morecambe didn't we um earlier it was it was this year but obviously the last season um having a quick look today I don't think they've won yet at home I think they've drawn two lost um lost three um trying to think who they're uh, against um they lost to MK Cambridge I think yeah they've just literally just lost to Cambridge recently so um it's it's got town win written all over it, hasn't it? At the moment, you know, not even. It's just a case of how many are we going to score? You know, are Morecambe going to do a Cambridge and you know set up defensively and wait for us to try and break them down? Are they going to try and play football? I think they they played a, a pretty good game of football against us earlier in the season. Um, but you know, it, it's it's like I say, it's going to be how many are Ipswich going to score? So I'm going to go. You know, we've we've, we've just had two games where we've we've scored three, so it makes sense that you know we're, we're three. It'd be a, I think it'd be a professional job. You know, I don't think we're going to go up there and score a hatful. I think Ipswich are being very professional with the way that they're playing at the moment as well. You know. McKenna, as, as we called out earlier, has got the subs bench to turn to. Um, he may have one eye on the on the Lincoln game at home the, the following week. Um, I guess after Plymouth, this is this is one of the longest journeys that, that the Ipswich Town team have to make this season. So um, you know we've, we've got a couple of them out of the way in in successive weeks as well. So there might be a, a thought on you know we've played Saturday, we've played Tuesday, we're playing Saturday again, so we might have a, a few players swapped out. But now th- three nil for me, um, Chaplin, probably Burns, the Dapo. There you go. I'll even go with scorers as well. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. I like it. I like it. Um, Segs, I'm sure you've seen the story. I think everyone else has seen the story. The Morecambe goalkeeper. Um, saying that Morecambe needs to be brutal, nasty and horrible against town. Um, I think we would probably expect that against when we play teams like Morecambe and stuff because they are a physical tie, um, a lot of hoofball football. Um, you know, when we played them, their goalie had a... I think it was Trevor Carson who was their goalie. They've got Connor Ripley in goal now, but Trevor Carson, he was in goal for them. And had an absolute weldy, one of his best games ever when we played against them last season. Um, but how are you feeling going into this one, Seg? It, it's going to be one of those days where it is going to be very physical, but I'm sure the team we've got, the players we've got, we're going to get a job done. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not used to feeling this confident. I hate it because 
so many years in the past now and felt confident and we've kind of messed it up. But this year, it just it, it feels different this year. Um, this been saying all season, something just feels different. We, we we're in a good place, we've got a good manager, we've got good backing. Um, so yeah, for me, I I can see us going up there and getting a really good result. Um, I said five 0 on the chat earlier. Whether whether it will happen or not, but I'll, I'll stick to that because we we are going to batter someone at some point. And you know, going up to Morecambe, if we score early, it could it could definitely be three, four, five goals. Um, you know, for us with the team that we've got and the way that we've been playing the past two games. So, so yeah, um, I say I, I hate feeling this confident. I hate saying it. I feel like I'm jinxing it by saying it because it's normally when you say something like that, you know, Mark said earlier they haven't won at home. Well, typical Ipswich come along and we'll, they'll beat us probably because they haven't won at home. But it, like I say, it feels different this year, and um, just looking forward to it really. Uh, whoever whoever scores, it'll be Dapper will probably get one if he plays. Um, Chaplin will get one. I'd like to see Harness get another. Uh, I'd like to see Leaf, Leaf Davis get one or two as well. Actually, yeah. I mean he's, he's he was close on Tuesday. It'd be nice for him to reap the rewards for the way he's been playing recently. Um, he's been every game he's got looked better and better. So, but yeah, I, I can't say anything but a win. But fingers crossed. Indeed, and a fun fact about Leaf Davis: he actually came through the Morecambe Academy before joining Leeds, and of course he's now our player. So a nice little fun fact there for you. And um. Do you reckon we could see a first half hat trick maybe? Because we've mentioned that earlier in the pod. Um, can someone get a first half hat trick? But um, maybe not. Um, but we shall see. Uh, Welsh Mark then. Some great positive talk so far. Um, I want to bring you. Does Carl Edwards start? You know, playing, coming off the bench the last two games. Really done well. Is he starting for you? And your thoughts overall? No, I don't think he'll start against Morecambe. I, 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 I read that article by the goalkeeper today. And I suspect that um, they're going to play... Uh, you know, a very physical game, and I think they're going to try and you know rough us up and 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 you know be a bit anti-football and, and try and put us off our game. I suspect there'll be a lot of time wasting, a lot of hoofball, a lot of rolling around on the floor. I, I generally think that they're going to set up to disrupt us as best they can. For that reason, I don't think it's the game to start Kyle Edwards because I suspect it's going to be a fairly tight pitch there. It's not going to be like Portman Road. I don't really think it's going to be the place for him. I, I could honestly, I was thinking about it earlier, I could see that there's a role for perhaps Don Ball to play um, some start or, or some of the game uh, on Saturday. I could also see that there might be a role for Richard Keogh in this kind of game as well, um, you know, in terms of bringing players, you know, on putting players on the bench and giving them a rest and bringing them in for this kind of game. I wouldn't be at all surprised to see something along those lines. I don't think it's the game for Edwards. I'd like to see him off the bench uh, if needed, but I, I don't see him starting, to be honest. I think it's going to be a tough game. I think we're going to have to dig in. I think we're going to have to be tough. We're going to have to be physical. We're going to have to have a very strong spine uh, and we're going to have to be patient again. But I do see us getting through and I think we're going to win 2-0. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a goal from a corner and a, and a scrappy stub finish from the Dapo or something, but I don't care. As long as we win 2-0, I'll be more than happy with. I was looking at the form guide earlier, the EFL form guide over the last six games. I think Morecambe won from bottom, only Bristol Rovers below and we are currently third from top, which I was surprised at. Plymouth and I think Barnsley are above us uh, over the last six games. But Morecambe, their record is 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 poor, uh, you know, over the season, particularly the last six games. And, and 
I read something today. They've got a few players who could well be missing for tomorrow as well. So add all that up. I think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be a pleasant game, but I do see us running out winners because as I said at the start, we're durable. Uh, you know, last season, the season before, I think we might have come unstuck at this kind of game, but I think we've got, we've got a plan B. We've got a, a plan C. We've got some big physical players who can stand up to this. And I think we've got enough experience now to grind this out. And I think it will be a case of grinding it out, but I think we will win. Yeah. I think, I think it's. I think also last last time we played them, or the last two times we played, they had a very happy Cole Stockton for him, as we yeah. know he put in a transfer request during the summer and didn't move, and he's still there at the moment. So you know, his confidence yeah. probably isn't what it was when we played him last season. So you know, there's and like you said, there's I think there's about eight players out, or could be yeah. up to eight players out for yeah. And yeah. that's you know, a bottom of the t- bottom of the league side with eight players out could work really well in our favour, even though yeah. we don't really need, need anything to work in our favour. Really, I think we're like two to eight or something on the odds yeah win. yeah it's just it's crazy the, the betting odds for us this year is i say it just feels different this season yeah uh, every yeah. every yeah. game we're favorites apart from sheffield wednesday i believe yeah. it's just a crazy crazy time but a good time I yeah, yeah good, great time. Time. good time good time hopefully it never stops um all right then boys it's we nearly got to the magic hour on the podcast but as always any other business any other shout outs i've got one thing to say later on but jobster anything else you want to mention my friend uh no it's a safe journey to all the town fans that are going up to morecambe um i'm i'm, I'm sitting this one out because like i say i was i was up uh, um up there earlier in the year um you know go visit eric's statue on the seafront i think pretty much we all put our scarves around it i think you did too didn't you sex as well so yeah go go visit the statue on the seafront enjoy the day out you know safe journey up there i think we're coming back with the three points um and yeah you know we're uh, I, who would have thought that, you know, over these last few weeks that the fixture computer would have pulled out, you know, or the top four all sort of playing each other, you know, with, with Portsmouth, Plymouth, Sheffield Wednesday, Ipswich all sort of battling it out between each other. And now we go into this sort of like next 10 game run where, you know, we'll go and play the other side and uh, get to Christmas and see where we uh, where we are at in, in the mix and uh, on how the league table is is shaping up it, it's shaping up very nicely at the moment and um yeah roll on the roll on the month of october Indeed, yeah mckenna mentioned it in his interview that getting these long journeys out of the way now you know we've got rid of plymouth already aquiton we're done morecambe i know we've got fleetwood but that's that's at the that's at the end of the season that's, that's the where we can be party. party yeah promotion. hopefully yeah that's the that. plan that is the plan um but yeah, yeah it's good that those long journeys are getting out of the way sooner rather than later um but segs any other, any other business? Not really. I just want to mention I'm happy that Plymouth beat Sheffield Wednesday, to be honest, because I think I personally can see Plymouth falling away. They look good against us, but I don't think they've got the mentality to last the whole season. Happen last season for them. I think it will happen again. Um, a bit like us under Mick when we, on our playoff season, to be honest. I think, you know, for them, for them to beat Sheffield Wednesday is nothing to worry about. It's just worked in our favour. So. Yeah, late winner, weren't it? Because we were cheering top of the league and they scored a late winner. But um, but yeah, it'll be very interesting if they can keep up the momentum they've got at the moment. Um, Welsh Mark, any other business, my friend? Always a pleasure. No, good luck to all the town fans who are travelling up there. Bring back the three points. I think the season is shaping up nicely now and I think the table is settling into some sort of pattern as well. I'm not sure about Plymouth Seggs. I, I really... You know, thought they looked a decent side when we played them. I think they're the best side we they played. Did last they? they were singing yeah, yeah. league last year yeah, and then they fell away as well. Whether they've got the strength in depth to last the whole season, I don't know. But at the moment, I'd say that they're the best, they're the best team that we've played. So, yeah, and, and we're not a million miles away. I think we'll beat them at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll get them. Yeah. yeah, it happened, like, let's say. Yeah. It, it, in terms of Plymouth, we'll repeat last season. Lose away, win at home. 
Yes, definitely, boys, definitely. But yeah, as um, Echo what says, what else has said, um, safe journey to all the town fans going to Morecambe this weekend. I um, also want to shout out that a new Turnstile Blues will be out uh, for the Lincoln City game. There'll be no fan social next week because I am away, um, but I thought it's not an opportunity to sort of plug that. So um, they'll be on sale on match day on Saturday at Lincoln City. Loads of different great features. Um, our own Francine or Rainbow Tractors has got a feature in the um, Turnstile Blues so make sure to buy one and, and read that interview and there's some other great stuff, as I mentioned. Um, Job starts, Seg, Mark, thanks for joining me. Um, of course, we've got to mention our sponsors at manscaped.com. Use the code KOA. You get 20% off and free delivery with the code KOA. And of course, follow us on all our socials at Kings of Anglia. Also follow Segs, Welsh Mark and Jobster on Twitter as well um, to get all their great tweets and all that sort of stuff. And of course, we are up for an awards um, at the Football Content Awards for the best EFL podcast. So if you want, please just vote for us. Vote for us um, use, using the website and also tag us on tweets and you can see that all online. And um, yeah, once again, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we'll be back very soon. And bring on Morecambe this weekend. Bye-bye for now. From true crime to football, Brexit to football. For more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon. Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.